The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Get It Done Sports Radio with your host, Karif Bird. Our program is an inside look at the total high school athlete and the college recruiting process. And we'll give you a better understanding of who Get It Done Sports is and how we produce a new generation of athletes today. Now, here's your host, Karif Bird. Good morning. How are you? I'm Karif Bird, your host. Uh, welcome to the Tuesday, October 22nd edition, 2013. Um, Get It Done Sports, your first and foremost authority in speed and agility and strength training and college recruiting. Send us an email, www.getitdonesports.com for all your speed and agility needs. Get It Done Sports. Today, um, we've talked a little bit on this show about different things as far as recruiting. And one of the things that uh, we, we've talked about in the past, in the past few weeks, has been guys who have the recruiting, recruiting process has been a little bit easier. But for everyone, it's not the same. It can be a little different depending on the person, depending on, you know, the sport, um, and also depending on, you know, how far you've gone as far as playoffs. A lot of scenarios can go into factor. But today we got a special guest. His name is A.J. Cruz. Uh, played at Brown University with a three-time All-Ivy League performer and at the moment is looking for a spot to play in the NFL. So if anybody's out there and you're looking for some corners, he's your guy. AJ, thanks for joining us, brother. How are we doing, Chris? Uh, I can't complain, man. It's it's not very sunny outside, which <laughs> is supposed to be sunny Southern California. I don't understand, but, hey, we got to go where we got. How's everything? Not too bad. Not too bad. What Thank have you been myself. up to? Uh, working out, working hard, um, training my butt off. Uh, you know, I, I, I love to get after it. I love... I love uh, the way that you uh, have helped me develop that mentality for sure. But, I mean, I just like I like to work. I like to put in work. You're coaching a youth team right now. How's that going? That's going all right. It's, it's, a, tough, uh, it's a tough transition going from, from player to coach, and it, it's eye-opening for sure. But uh, you, you could definitely understand and, and, and gain a little bit of sympathy for, for your coaches as you start realizing, oh, wow. So it, it's not as easy as it, as it may seem. You were there at one point. You know, you don't, people don't really seem to remember those kind of things once you've gone on and done great things. You know, you know Brian Hunter's in the studio. Say what's up, Brian. What's going on? Uh, Mr. Baseball, the greatest brave of all time. Watch out now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Brian, we talked about this before ourselves. We, you can attest to sometimes you don't, you kind of forget. You tend to forget your first time. You also you also uh, hype yourself up. You're like, I don't remember being this this way. I was so much no, better. Oh, yeah, we, 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 I don't remember being this bad. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we all think that, and I say that sometimes to myself. Like, are you kidding me? I don't. I never miss practice when I know I did. Yeah, you know, absolutely. go on vacation. What are you going on vacation for? I know I I was that guy at one point. I'm, I'm sure I did the same thing. And I, you know, the moms when they get involved sometimes that well he has to he has to be a kid or he's too tired or he yeah. has too much homework. But it's part of the grind that parents need to understand if you want to get to that level what is one of the things you're trying to get across because obviously what has happened to you and we'll get into that in a second more in more detail but one of the things that's happened to you is you know you've waited your whole life to play in in nfl um it's a little bit of a slow process for you right now but there's still a the window is still open you're still young you're not even a year removed from from college what is one of the things you're trying to get across to the kids having because i know this has been a humbling experience for you Mm -hmm. What is one of the things you try to let the kids understand about live football? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, one of the biggest things actually for me, sorry, uh, one of the biggest things for me has been trying to instill in them that regardless of the outcome or regardless of the result of your performance, that it's, it, it is crucial and, abs- and just most important that you give everything you have. And so for these kids... And for anybody, when you when you're losing a lot, which is frustrating and tough, you've you've got to continue to block that off. Short memory, get rid of get rid of the bad stuff. Focus on what you can do to improve because it's really easy to throw in the towel early on, 
And it's really easy then for you to lose out on the experience, on the training that you would gain. So for some of these kids that, you know, are, are very competitive, you, you have this edge that drops. And with that, your improvement then is, is hindered. You're, you're not going to be able to, to gain the experience that you wanted to gain. And, and if you waste a season, you know, that's, that's a year of potential training, of potential, you know, uh, building up your skill set, whatever it is. You know, it, it's really difficult to walk that line because it, it can be very discouraging. And, I mean, I'm sure for a lot of these kids it's very humbling. I mean, we have a lot of first-year players on this team. So for them, it might not be as much, but for the guys that have been playing, I, I know it's it's been tough for them. When you when you look back, you know, take yourself back, you know, 15 years ago when you were a youth player. What was some of the things that were going through your mind when you when you were seven years old? Well, I was I am very competitive. So if if the, if I was in this situation, it would be very frustrating for me. Um, when I when I was there, we always had successful teams. Um, Growing up, I actually did the the Pop Warner versus a Junior All American, mm-hmm. um, but for whatever, I just hated losing. And I had I have older siblings, so I think that had a lot to do with it because you know yeah. you're always yeah. frustrated when you lose, and whatever it is, it's race to the car, yeah. you know, yeah. or, or video games, whatever whatever it is. Having a, a bigger family like I had, just and and the way that we are, we just created this competitive environment. So when it when it came to the, to being on the field for me, I know that. Uh, it, it was, it would, it was tough for me to lose. What, what school do you coach at? Uh, well, so for this, well, I, I'm, I'm helping out actually at Santa Margarita as okay. well. Okay. Um, with the freshman level, but I, uh, it's a the Newport Mesa Junior All American team. Oh, graders. okay. All yeah. Right. Good. Good. So, when you look back, okay, when you were when you were seven, six years old, what is probably the biggest difference between the kids now? And maybe the way the parents handle things as opposed to the way your parents handled it back, you know, 1990 or, you know, 1998. Yeah. I think I think there's a little bit of a competitive drop drop. Yeah. I think that uh, with with a lot of things like you hear about teams, certain leagues that leagues that I've been playing and a part of all of a sudden there's no standings during the regular season because that that'll create too much issue with <laughs> whatever it is. And I, and I, and I think to myself and I'm like, that is, that is soft. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think though that, but that's a mentality that's, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's, started it's to, a mentality that's yeah. lost. I, yeah. I would agree with that. Definitely. It's a, yeah. definitely a mentality that's gone. Um, you know, now, now fast forward a little bit, mm-hmm. you're in high school. Okay, you're a senior in high school. Uh, nothing's really gone the way you had planned. And let yeah. me just say this: AJ Cruz should have been playing the Pac-12. Okay, uh, that, that that was a boat missed by a lot of teams, and I'll, I'll say that I'll go, go with that one to my grave. You should have been playing the Pac-12. Um, you watch guys get offers from Pac-12 schools. Uh, and back then it was still the uh, the Pac-10, but you watch guys get offers from Pac-12 guys that you competed against and guys that you actually shut down in a lot of cases, went on to Pac-12 schools and played and starred there. What was that feeling like for you during college? Um, it's a little bit bittersweet because you, you see these guys that, especially like when you look at some of the, the different things, because I also played offense. And so when I see a defensive back that I went against who I handled very well or who I scored <laughs> touchdowns on, like you're like, oh, man, look, like this guy's doing this. I wonder, I wonder what would have happened type thing. Um, and I think that crosses your mind a little bit, but you can't let – you can't let that sit there because that'll that'll just no, you can't bug think about crap that. Out of you. Yeah. Uh, that would just bug you. <laughs> yeah, you can't think about that. Well, I, I I knew that was going to be your answer, but I just wanted people out there to hear. You know, hey, look, things aren't always going to go yeah. the way you want them to, mm-hmm. but you still you have, still, yeah, you yeah, still make the best you out of your situation. Have to make yeah, the sure. best out of your situation. Yeah. Now that having been said, all right, we'll go back again, senior mm-hmm. year. Okay, nothing's really going the way you want it to, and one of the things that we've talked about here in the past is you know guys that take care of their grades. Mm-hmm. And most kids don't. They assume that, you know, if I don't, everyone's going to get a ride to a full yeah. ride to Stanford. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to get a full ride to SC. Everybody's going to get a full ride to Michigan. Um, but when that doesn't happen, what do you do? Now, if, if a kid's a borderline Oklahoma kid, he's a superstar in the Ivy League. Take us through that process. When Brown came to you and said, hey, man, we want you to come play for us. Things weren't going the way you wanted them to. This is an open door. Mm-hmm. And tell us what that has done for you, and how that's made you the person that you are today. But that had to be a humbling situation. Yeah, but start yeah. from the beginning, though. Like you're, 
your thought process um did your parents send out videos? Did you guys yeah. send out videos? Like, talk about that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send so, us through those things. Yeah, absolutely. So it started, you know, my my sophomore year when I was able to play varsity. Um, that's when, like, I mean, I had always had that dream of I want to play college football. I want to play in the NFL. That's been like the dream, mm-hmm. and and it was my sophomore year that the college football thing became not a dream anymore, but a goal. And so when your when your dreams shift and there to goals, and there is a difference between yeah, a dream absolutely. and a goal. There's absolutely. a difference between a dream and a goal. Um, when, when your dream when you start to make your dream a reality and make it a goal, it make it more tangible. Um, I don't know. Like I like to write write stuff down. So for me, it was helpful to to write it down. And, and it's no longer this dream. This is this is my goal. This is what I'm I'm going to do. Whatever I can to achieve this. And I think a lot of times people with dreams are just like, oh, they'll think about it and dream about it, but they won't put it into action. They like to react. They yeah. like the thought process, mm-hmm. the yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. But but when it comes to the actions, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I'm too busy. I got this, or I have all these other things that I that I have to do or want to do. Um, so for me, it was it was okay. What do I got to do to play? in college in order to get to the nfl i got to play in college mm-hmm. so if my ultimate dream was to play in the nfl then gotta make it happen in college first and so i i wrote down my goals for seasons wrote down my goals for um speed and conditioning training and and and, and all that stuff and, and and i would i would hit or come very very close to those goals and i think that that was important for me was writing them down and seeing them every day and being like okay this is what i got to do this is what i got to do um, and so, like I said, my sophomore year that started, and uh, with with the uh, with being able to play varsity came the closer, and like okay, you can. And once it's starting to get closer, it it, it gets you more motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. for me at least, it was one of those things where it's getting closer. Now I'm, I'm just hungrier and hungrier, and um, so that that happened. Then my junior year, I ended up having a pretty good year. Um, Trinity League football, it's good football. At the um, time was, and let me just say this: at the time, the train league was considered to be the toughest league in my all of year, in all yeah. of high school football mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. That was that was the the Gallipos, the Aaron Corps, the, the DJ Shoemates, the, the, uh, the Matt Barkleys, mm-hmm. yeah. the Khaled Holmes, yeah. is those the uh, the Cameron Meredith, yeah. uh, the Gavin Escobars. All those guys are playing NFL right now. Yeah. Okay, and so uh, so my junior year, I had a stellar year. I, I finished, I think, either first or second in in the league in interceptions and. Um, and so I was, I was really excited about that. Those were goals that I had set at the beginning of the season. You know, get, I think I had set the goal for eight interceptions. I didn't get eight, but I got five, I got six actually on the season. And so, um, for me, that, that was big, a big step. And then having the stats that I had my, my junior year to send out to colleges and then getting film. So we did, we did get film. We had a guy actually who did, Santa Margarita's film that we went through because um, he had all the film, mm-hmm. so he had access to everything. And uh, he d- he does videos for players. Um, I believe there's a there's a separate fee for that, which um, my parents, who are very supportive, thankfully took care mm-hmm. of. Um, and so, so yeah, that that was big. And getting the film, getting them out to colleges. So my junior year after that season, I, I just started sending them out everywhere. And when my coach came, or I gave a bunch to to my coach. So when the college coaches come in and say, "Who do, who are your guys?" or "Who are the guys in the league?" He had some film that he mm-hmm. could give them. Um, and so things started picking up with with letters um, after my junior year, and it was kind of exciting to see. And, it, and it's actually a funny story. So my very fir- two first letters that I got. We're from LSU and Dartmouth, mm-hmm. and so I'm sitting there looking at yeah, looking at these two letters, and I was like, Dartmouth, what is, like what is Dartmouth? And yeah. it was just so funny to me because full circle, I ended up going to an Ivy League yeah. school, um, but yeah, and so I, it was just a, a funny thing, and so um, yeah, just a, after that season, got got the film out, started talking. My junior year, actually, during this during the season, there's a certain point when coach. Or is it in the spring when when coaches coach can start, start talking yeah. to you? Yeah. So one of the first teams that started talking to me was um, it was Stanford and and Brown, uh, the fir- very first two phone calls that I that I got, um, and so I was very excited, obviously about the Stanford, but I was also excited about Brown because that was the most consistent. And then I think Penn came in very shortly after that. So the two, the the things that I liked about it was the consistency and that they continued to kind of check in and see what was going on. And it wasn't until last minute with, with Stanford, they offered a different kid in the league um, who actually had a, had a shot with uh, the Bengals okay. this year. I know who he talking about, but yeah. I won't use names. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, great athlete, great kid. Um, but uh, 
so they ended up offering him, or at least from what I understood, it, it came down to me and him, and they offered him. And so um, when that dropped off again, it was nice to have Brown, Penn, were like the constants. Cornell was came in there a little bit, uh, Ivy League, um, but that uh, most everything besides Penn, Brown, and Stanford was senior year. Um, so that was like it was like okay, well, you know, you hear about oh, you get offers your junior year, you get offers your mm-hmm. junior year, and so I was sitting in this boat like expecting all this <laughs> oh. stuff to come in, and um, and it, and it didn't, and so it was it was kind of frustrating, and then you're like oh man, like I thought. This would have happened. I thought that, and and as a kid, you read into all the blogs. I think I was on a, a Notre Dame recruiting blog site, and that was that was my uh, initial, like from a little kid. I want to play for like five years old. My goal was play for Notre Dame and then play in the NFL when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And so when I was seeing these things on 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 the recruiting websites and and all the different blogs, and I'm like, oh, they have me like pretty high up on their on their recruiting board, and so I was really excited about that. And then, you, you know, you don't get the phone calls, you know, and a lot of times it's deceiving because they'll send out letters to a lot of kids. to a lot yeah, of people, to everybody. And that's, yeah. some, and that's something we want to talk about. Continue on. But I just that's something that we want to talk about for a day was about the letter thing. But go yeah. ahead. And so, um, you know, we're, we're excited. I was excited to see that stuff. And, and kids, you, you when you see that, you know, you, you kind of are inclined to want to believe everything that you see especially it's if it's the good thing that you've wanted mm-hmm. um so that was that was a, an interesting experience for me because i think i think the reason why i was on that actually was because we had my sophomore year a passing league tournament and this was before my sophomore season and i was playing corner um for our for our, our passing league team and I, I was splitting reps and getting a lot of time and we played a tournament in notre dame and i had an inc- an incredible tournament and so we played in the championship game and it's inside the uh, the, the historic stadium, stadium. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. Uh, I, I ended up getting like a pick or two picks in that game. And so it was like I think that that's how. So you did I initially get, to, uh, get uh, on uh, the board. At the end of the day, you did eventually get to play in Notre Dame Stadium. <laughs> yeah, <probably>. yeah. There <laughs> you go. So that, it, that was a dream come true for sure. Um, but yeah, so so all that's going on, and I and I'm sitting here waiting for things to roll in, and nothing rolls rolls in. And so um, and I, and a part of that too is is you look at my stature, and I think that, that was the most discouraging thing. Um, but I was able to do some combines, and I was able to put up some very impressive numbers at those combines. And so I think that, you know, was like one of those things. It was he's short, yeah, but he ran he ran a four four at this combine. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you, you, or he's got a thirty seven inch vertical as a you know a, a junior in high school or whatever whatever it is. But these these things definitely helped me and mm-hmm. were huge to make up for you know my five eight five nine frame. And so that that was kind of. I think that that was what kind of hindered things from coming along. Um, but then, so my senior year, I come out and, and you know, I'm, I'm just like waiting for something, something to come through. And, and then we start getting some good buzz from Utah. Mm-hmm. And, and their special teams coach was talking to my coach every single day, our, my, our head coach. And my coach kept telling me, you know, I think Utah's going to come in and offer you. I think they're going to offer you. They want you to, as a return specialist. And my senior year, I, I, ended, up, uh, I, I ended up playing in only seven games. Because I got hurt week seven, um, at the very beginning of the game. But my, my return statistics were very well. I mm-hmm. had I had a number of punt returns and kick returns, um, and and I think for my junior year, I might have carried over. I might only had one or two, but my senior year started off with a bang and and um, just was was doing real well with that. And so um, then, like all of a sudden, my coach says, "Yeah, I haven't heard from the." Utah coach and they have a whole coaching staff sh- change with uh, I think it was Utah State at the okay. time yeah, and everything stopped with them and I was just like oh come on like I was so close <laughs> to getting something um, and so again it's just, the, the thing about recruiting in high school if you're if you're not like a five star athlete four star athlete is, is chances are it's going to happen your senior year uh-huh. and the other thing about it too is it's a roller coaster ride it is up and down because yeah. you hear from coaches you're you get calls on the phone you you know you get coaches coming in and talking to your head coach and so you're you're constantly like oh is, this, is it gonna am i gonna get off her or you know what's the deal and um and so that that was how my senior year went up and down hearing from coaches and then dropping off for whatever reason um and and yeah, so it, it just it was it was a whirlwind of emotion, and I think that that's a big thing to understand is that it's going to be up and down, and so you've got to be prepared for being emotionally stable. I think is important, and not letting the highs be too high and the lows be too low. 
Well, we got to take a little bit of a break. AJ Cruz will be back. We've got Mr. Brian Hunter, Mr. Baseball, the greatest brave of all times. I'm Kareef Bird, your host. We'll be back in a few. Don't go away. Done Sports is one of the top sporting event facilitators and athletic trainers in the country. Get It Done Sports works with athletes to become the best they can be through speed, agility, and weight training, as well as junior high and high school football camps. Get It Done Sports provides an environment that fosters teamwork, discipline, responsibility, respect, family values, and of course, hard work. With specialized instruction and programs, low athlete-to-coach ratios, and an encouraging learning environment, every athlete gets the level of attention required to improve their skills. At Get It Done Sports, our objective is to develop the next generation of leaders, citizens, and athletes who will become the role models in our communities. For more information about Get It Done Sports training and football camps, please go to www.getitdonesports.com. In life, there are those who make excuses and those who get it done. You only live once. Get it done. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Get It Done Sports Radio with Karif Bird. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Please call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to info at getitdonesportsradio.com. Now, back to the show. We're back. Kareef Berg, Get It Done Sports, Get It Done Sports Radio. We're in the studio, Mr. Baseball, Brian Hunter, and three-time All-Ivy League performer, A.J. Cruz. A.J., thanks for coming in again. We appreciate you. Um, we talked a little bit in the last segment. Uh, you were telling your story about, you know, the recruiting process as far as going, leading from your sophomore year up until your senior year. Um, I know Brian had a question, so we'll let Brian go ahead and take over. A.J., um, you, you pretty much finished up on um – Saying uh, you got injured, so uh, let, let's go. Let's go from the injury, how that happened, and then what was your thought process? Because sort of sound like you know you were you had a great junior year. Uh, you got a couple letters. You're talking to a couple coaches, but um, you know what was your mind at once you got injured, and uh, some of the conversations sort of shut down, or you know just yeah. where were you thinking? You know what what was going on in your mind? Yeah, for me it was it was almost devastating. Um, and, and I think a lot of that has to do with uh, immaturity as as a human being, and you especially know, just being in, a high school well, senior. Yeah, but know. when 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 I think when I think back and think about my faith and realizing how devastated I was mm-hmm. because I was I was frustrated, terrified. Like it, it was a, it was a mix of emotions because when when it happened, I knew it was bad. I couldn't walk, mm-hmm. so I, I had to come off the field. We went and got the MRI the next mor- the very next morning. And, and, you know, they're like, yeah, you have some torn ligaments here, here, and it's a high ankle sprain. And so a lot of times with high ankle sprains, it takes six to eight weeks is what they, they give for that. And so, like, I was like, so I'm done for my senior year. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, it, and I was, it was, it was very frustrating because, like I said, at that time, I hadn't had any offers. And I thought that this was something that was going to hinder because I had a stellar first half of, of the season. And I was really excited about getting that film out. And I did get that film out because a lot of times coaches want to see. Mm-hmm. First three games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so get that out early. And so I had some great film to work with. Um, and so you get that out and then they, they start asking for film. And they're like, well, I'm not playing right now. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you playing? And I'm like, well, I, I sprained my ankle. And so <laughs> and that's one of the worst things to do is tell a coach you yeah, hurt. You're hurt. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a red flag right there. That's yeah. almost – that's yeah. a – that's like telling you, you yep. your lady you just cheated on her. That's true. <laughs> our, our plan and going to the training room. You don't ever want to go to the yeah, training room. Yeah, you absolutely. Not. You can't make the club and, in the tub. Uh, so. uh, yeah, and especially when you're you're trying to get an offer from schools yeah. and and you're hearing from schools. And I think at that at that point, San Diego State was the team that I was talking with. Uh-huh. And um, 
And they had just, like, the, maybe two weeks before offered Gavin Escobar, one of my good buddies. Who are the Dallas Cowboys right now? Yeah, who's yeah, with the Dallas Cowboys right Dallas now. Cowboys. Second, second okay. round yeah, and so, like, I was super excited because he said that he was talking with them and talking about me. And so, like, I was like, oh, cool. So, you know, hopefully there could be some good opportunity there. They're still doing some of their evaluations. There was one or two other – there's two other kids in our league that they were – one kid they had offered as a junior um, who transferred into our league and another kid that they ended up offering senior year. Um, who actually, again, another kid that got an opportunity uh, with Cleveland Browns. And okay. so, um, you know, th- this is the competition that, like, I felt I was on par, if not above. And mm-hmm. so it was, it was hard. And you were. Yeah, and it was hard to see, the, see them getting these things, and then here I am sitting on the sideline, and, and I'm just, like, afraid that, mm-hmm. you know, well, is my, is my dream shut down type thing? And um, especially because I hadn't gotten any solid offers. And, and then you start hearing from, you know, some, some one double A schools and then um, even some division two and three schools. And, and it's great to hear from them. But as, as a high school player, as the, the way that I had set my goals and dreams, it wasn't as fulfilling, I mm-hmm. guess, to hear from. And which is a horrible thing to say because it's still a great opportunity to continue playing at the next level is a small percentage mm-hmm. division one, two, three, NAIA, whatever it is, it is still a very small percentage. So I, uh, looking back, like, I feel like I was almost ungrateful, but you know, here's these other teams that are coming in. And but, I'm, but you're a competitor though. Yeah. And you said yeah. that earlier, you're a competitor. Yeah. And to me personally, I know that about you. So when you, when you're a competitor, you always want to be what we, per- what you, e- even if it's not, it's what in your mind you perceive to be the mm-hmm. best. Yeah. So you always, if you, when you perceive it about yourself, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And anything short of that, into a true competitor's eyes, it is failure. Yeah. So I, I can definitely understand it. I understand the ungratefulness part of it as well too. But I can definitely get that part about that. Is you know, hey, you know, you you saw that as the best. That's what everyone else was doing, and that's what you wanted to be a part mm-hmm. of. So I understand. But I, I do think it is important for you to, to be able to take a step back and be like, okay, wow, these are great opportunities. Mm-hmm. And you know, as a kid, you know, like I said again, it, it's harder for you to do that because you know you are a kid. Yeah. And, you know, you're not gonna yeah. like, and like you said, because of my mentality, because of my competitive nature i wasn't as appreciative for these opportunities as as i guess i should have been um but at the at the same token i was still getting calls and still getting some contacts from some one double a's and one a schools um and so i for me i think that because i was a bubble guy with a lot of these one a schools and then the injury set me off um i think what happened was these other schools are like okay well he's injured but because he's, you know, got all these this film that we've seen. He's mm-hmm. playing in the Trinity League, mm-hmm. and he's got great numbers that we can use as far as his, his testing goes. And so I think that that was big was getting some numbers on a nationally recorded level. Yeah. Um, so I, I did a couple underclassmen com, uh, combines and had an opportunity to do really well and get invited to these national combine things. And so that I think that that was big was doing a combine that these schools will recognize and, and accept the numbers from. Mm-hmm. Um, especially that's the, key. especially you, the smaller schools. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you have, and you have to be careful with a lot of those, too, because a lot, these, yeah. a lot of these yeah. things are just, they're cattle for money, money yeah. maker just things. For money. Parents, do your research. Yeah. yeah. Figure and out so, like, who, who have they helped, what have they yeah. done. And if, you know, ask some colleges you, you're looking at. I know parents talk to colleges all the time. Ask I tell them. you. Yeah, yeah, ask them. Or is this something that you see as being credible there's something mm-hmm. you look at uh, i know nike's one of the ones that you know colleges say we look they, yeah they we accept look at the that. numbers yeah mm-hmm. they, they we'll do take look the at numbers. it's credible so you need to know that yeah yeah and so I, and i think that was big because i i got invited to the to the after the combine the uh, they have a skills kind of mm-hmm. competition camp mm-hmm. and so not everybody gets to go to that and so I, I was fortunate enough to be there and that was great because for me it was it was seeing these other guys and going against these other guys that are getting these big time offers. And I'm like, wow, like I can compete with these guys. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, and, and that helps you because once you, it's great to be confident in yourself, but it's great to also be able to evaluate yourself against people that for sure have these offers from these yeah. big time confidence, schools. confidence yeah. level. Yeah, absolutely. And so that, that continued, that helped me out a lot because I was like, okay, well I know I, I can do it. I know I'm capable mm-hmm. of, of competing at that level. And so it was a matter of getting, the opportunity, get my film in front of the coaches and getting an opportunity. And, and I feel like that this is something that I've continually been looking for, you know, 
that was something in college and now that's what I'm looking for in the position I'm at now because mm-hmm. I just want an opportunity to show someone what I can do. I'm not saying that, you know, I just give me a workout and let me show you what I can do type type thing because I I know if if you gave me if if I got that shot, I would be able to impress people. And and that was a mentality that you have to have. Mm-hmm. You you can't not have that. If you go in with, well, I think I'm going to try or I, I think no. I can't, you know, you're not going to do it. And and I think that that is huge is is and there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. True. And 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 being confident and being arrogant is, in my opinion, very different. And um, and there are a lot of guys that are confident and arrogant, yeah. and you can see it. But they are confident in their own ability, and that is 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 a definitely a key advantage. And so, never losing sight in 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 what you feel. Kind of like you were saying, you, you can't lo- you can't lose sight of of how you feel about yourself. And um. If you continue to be confident in your ability and continue to work, you know, at mastering your craft, you know, the opportunities when they come, you'll be ready. And and this is actually a big thing uh, as far as once you're in college, the biggest thing that I saw with the kids coming in is their mentality when they come in. So everybody is all state, all mm-hmm. everything when mm-hmm. they come in, even at Brown. We yep. have four-year yep. varsity players. Yep. Three-time All-State guys. So this is this is how it's going to be at, at the everywhere next level. You go. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. And um and so a lot of these kids are are I don't want to say used to, but it's almost like they're they're used to get being, being catered, catered to. to. Yeah. No, being exactly. Catered to. Yeah. So say say exactly and, what it is until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah, yeah exactly. And spoiled so, athlete. Yeah. They come in and they're like, oh well, where's my starting spot or where's all this other things? And so. Um, and there's kids that come in and they've got great drive because they're like, oh, I'm going to do all these things. I'm this. I'm, uh-huh. I'm all world, so uh-huh. I'm going to do this. And they have that great mentality at first. And then it's freshmen very seldomly get a shot. Yeah. And, and so, like, you come in and these kids have all these great work ethics. And then you start seeing week two, you know, maybe even before that, week three, all their drive drops and you yeah. notice it in practice and you're like oh i thought you know what happened this kid's like not even trying you know and i think that that is the biggest mistake that freshmen make yeah they get in and they have this mentality well i'm gonna red shirt or i'm gonna do this but if you come in with the mentality of i'm here to earn a spot i'm here to work for whatever i get because the problem is is yeah they might have the talent but they're not preparing for it so when they get their opportunity, they're unprepared mm-hmm. and unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So you have to work your hardest to be prepared as possible. Even if you're all world, if, if you're unprepared and you get your number called, boom, you dr- and you d- make mistakes, you drop yeah. just because of that. Well, I remember when I was in college, someone said something. I won't say his name, but he said something. <laughs> never say names. Yeah, ne- never <laughs> use names. And, and that's just from being years of being in front of the media and stuff like that, they tell you be careful yeah. what you say. And you don't want to have you don't you can't backpedal. Yeah. So if it's, it's a good just, thing, you can say a name you, on a good thing. Yeah, it's just, yeah, but it's best just to leave names out sometimes. But he had said, you know, here's the thing: guys complain because here's the thing: mm-hmm. they're going to bring in guys every year. Mm-hmm. There's 25 more guys coming in every year. Mm-hmm. 25 more guys that were all league, all state, just like you said, and and in, in some instances, instances at like a University of Georgia, there was. Best player in the nation. Some dudes. You know, there's, there's some guys. Yeah. But, he, you know, he said, you know, he's in the locker room one day and he said, you know, you're going to get a chance. Everyone's going to get a chance. Mm-hmm. He said, a lot of people, I hear people complaining every day. And by this time, I'm like a senior. He said, a lot of people complain every day. I don't get a chance. And I give them an opportunity. You're going to get a chance. The only problem is you might not know when that chance is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So every day you better be prepared. Because yep. mm-hmm. the, key, the key word he says, the key word he used you don't know mm-hmm. when that chance know. is going to be. Yeah. You and you, here's the thing, you may not even realize until you turn 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, that well, was it. The chance yeah. could have been in practice. Yeah, well, that was it. Well, when, when I look back in my career, in my freshman year, so I ended up starting as a freshman, but I wasn't getting, I mean, I was getting some good reps. I did some good things to catch the coach's eye from the start, so uh-huh. that was big. Coming in, and like I said, if you don't have the mentality that you're going to earn something or you set the goal of, not not just to be like, oh, I just want to travel. No, you got to set the goal that yeah. I'm going to start, I'm going to contribute, I'm going to make plays for this team. Because if you set the goal for, for traveling... Then you just belong. Yeah. You just belong. You know, and then you're content with where you're at. Yeah. And you can't, you, you can't be content with just traveling. You can't be content with just having that travel roster spot. You, you, you're not going to see the field with, with that mentality. And so I, I had this mentality like, I'm here to prove something. And I also had that mentality just from the chip on my shoulder of not getting that 
that I should want to. You yeah. shouldn't even be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't be here. Not that and, you didn't want to be here and you weren't appreciative, but you shouldn't be here. I should be on the West Coast. This weekend, <laughs> this weekend I should be playing at the Rose Bowl. <laughs> now I'm in cold New England. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 Freezing no. somewhere. Yeah. So, um, but that, that was my, and I think that that was a big, I, I've kind of always had that chip on my shoulder. Undersized. You're never going to make it. You're not going to play with Division One football. You're not, you know, mm-hmm. you're not this, you're not that. And I had that huge chip, and that I think that was a huge competitive edge for me was was having that mentality. So I came in and I was like, I'm going to prove like everybody like I can play the I can play football, I can play corner, you know, I can do I can do this. And so that was my mentality coming in. So every day at practice, I was getting after it, getting yeah. after our. Yeah. We had some three time All Ivy uh, receivers, and so one on ones, I was so stoked because that was my favorite thing. Yeah. I, I'm a press cover corner, yeah. and I, I love I love getting in people's faces. And so we come out the first day of one-on-ones, and, I'm, and, I, and I was like, okay, I'm going against these guys. And so I hop out early. People are like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, get out of here. And I was like, no, no, no I'm going to go. And so Buddy, Far- uh, Buddy Farnham, who was an Ivy League player of the year, um, so my freshman year was his senior year, and he was Ivy League player of the year that year. But we come out in one-on-ones, and like, I felt like I was, there was a couple of plays where I shut him down. Yeah, he had me on a couple of plays, but there uh-huh. were plays where I was, I was like, oh, like, you know, this is the best receiver on our team. I want to go against him. I want to show the coaches that I can do this. And I think that that was huge because that gave – they were like, oh, he's jumping out. One, he's jumping out against our best receiver, yeah, okay? Yeah. So he wants – you know, you, you got to show them something. Something. Okay, you can't just sit on the sideline and wait for them to call you. you got to jump out. you got to be the first one in drills. you got to be the first one, you know, try and get to the front of the line, try and show them that you, you know, get your reps, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so that was big for me. And But still, first game of the season – didn't get any opportunities i played a little bit of special teams um and so i was like man i'm doing all these like I, what i felt was doing better than our starters and, and i'm like how come i'm not getting a shot how come i'm not getting a shot and the reality is 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 you're not going to know when it's going to come and a lot of times with the way this seniority works is it's going to take an opportunity for someone messing up and then you to go in and, and never look back. Yeah. And so my the first game, like I said, no, I didn't see the field at all. I was a backup special teams guy. And so I was like, man, like the coaches are telling me all this stuff, and I'm I'm working my butt off. I'm I'm showing them on on the practice field I can play. I'm going against our best guys and showing them that I could compete at this level. And so I, you know, but I I still had that. Okay, I got to keep working. Got to keep working. Just keep put your head down. Then if they don't see it, you got to make them see it. Mm-hmm. And um, and so uh, then week two, starter gets hurt. Uh, gets a little banged up. This is against Harvard, so big game. And so coaches throw me in, and I, and I was so excited. And I come in right away, and I make a, a, a tackle for loss in the backfield coming up on a run support play, and I end up having you know, a great game. And from there, it was like I, I wasn't looking back. I wasn't going to give up this opportunity no, that I was given. They and, call that Wally Pip in baseball. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's how it went down. Well, we got to take another break. Um, we come back. You know, AJ played a Brown, finished up. By Brown, and now he's looking for a shot. How does that make him feel as far as the process from high school? Because he's kind of in the same boat he was. We'll ask him about that when we come back. Get it done, Sports Radio. I'm your host, Kareep Bird. We'll be back. Don't go away. Sports is one of the top sporting event facilitators and athletic trainers in the country. Get It Done Sports works with athletes to become the best they can be through speed, agility, and weight training, as well as junior high and high school football camps. Get It Done Sports provides an environment that fosters teamwork, discipline, responsibility, respect, family values, and of course, hard work. With specialized instruction and programs, low athlete-to-coach ratios, and an encouraging learning environment, every athlete gets the level of attention required to improve their skills. At Get It Done Sports, our objective is to develop the next generation of leaders, citizens, and athletes who will become the role models in our communities. For more information about Get It Done Sports training and football camps, please go to www.getitdonesports.com. In life, there are those who make excuses and those who get it done. You only live once. Get it done. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a 
tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Get It Done Sports Radio with Karif Bird. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Please call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to info at getitdonesportsradio.com. Now, back to the show. Get It Done Sports, Get It Done Sports Radio. We're back. Uh, AJ Cruz, uh, Mr. Baseball, Brian Hunter is in the studio. Uh, AJ, you, you talked a little bit about a lot about you know your college career and whatnot, and we talked discussed from high school, you know that process, how that went. Now you're done. College career is over. Um, you didn't get invited to any NFL camps, but your goal is to still play in the NFL, and the window of opportunity is still there. What is this similar to you? like the process in high school, or is it a little bit different, a little bit more nerve-wracking? Um, are you a little bit more mature and settled into understanding how to handle these things, or is the feeling still the same? And what is your what is your plan for the next year, year and a half? Yeah, it, uh, it is very similar. Um, but there is a lot more, I guess, anxiety or stress with it just because, you know, I, I, I'm an Ivy League graduate, and I could potentially be entering various different, you know, career paths for, mm-hmm. for business. Mm-hmm. Or I had a business degree, so various different career paths for business. So for me, it's it's this. Okay, let me let me chase the thing that I'm the most passionate. You about. have to, yeah, you have to chase it. And um, and so it's it's been stressful at times because you look at a lot of your buddies that are that are graduated and and doing their thing in in, in the business world and finding a lot of success and, and it's great to see for them and I'm really happy and excited for them mm-hmm. but then I'm sitting here like okay well I'm kind of like on hold with 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 especially you know my my business professional career and so I'm sitting here like man like I've got this great these great opportunities that I've been blessed with and, and I'm, I'm very grateful for and but I you know I'm you know it's just I got this I just got this drive I want to go you, you got to go, do it you know yeah yeah because if you don't you'll be miserable yeah absolutely so yeah. Uh, I, I would say from from a baseball standpoint of it um, once I got drafted I gave myself five years to make it to the big leagues mm-hmm. you know obviously I made it faster but that was my time frame yeah. in my mind so mm-hmm. I think what you can do right now is probably give yourself a time frame yeah you know because that that degree from Brown is always going to be there mm-hmm. you know but if you if you were to do that right now, and then five years down the road, you look in that mirror, you're gonna be pissed off. Yeah, you know that you at least didn't, you know, try and, and yeah. do what you wanted to do. And and hearing from the type of person that you are, that's all you've ever been. You know, yeah. you've been that type of guy who's gonna compete. You know, yeah. until he can't compete anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I would say I would suggest you know exhaust everything you yeah. can to try to do it. You yeah. know, try to get yourself in front of any and everybody. Absolutely. And uh, and then get it done. You know. Yep. Get it done. That's right, and and I think that that is that is huge. Is for me, I hear the statistics, I see this, you know, I I, I can see them and hear them, and you can continue to tell me how slim the opportunity is. It's not but that slim. does not change. Not in your mind, yeah. not in your heart. That you doesn't, know? yeah, that yeah. doesn't change my mentality at all. I'm that for me that adds a little bit of motivation. I like I said, I I've I've always kind of had this chip on my shoulder of people telling me I can't do this or you can't do that, mm-hmm. and um. And I think that, that 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 has helped me in a way, um, but also the biggest thing for me has just been how my faith has developed and changed my mentality. And so, not letting other people dictate my own value, mm-hmm. you know, not letting other people, um, other people's opinions, other people's words, whatever it is, them telling me I'm this, I'm that, I can't listen to it, good or bad. Yeah, and. Um, and so it's been big for me to, to, like I said, develop the faith that I've developed to where I can have the peace of pursuing this and, and the peace of, of, of as long as I give it my all, I know that God is going to open some doors mm-hmm. and, and close other doors and lead me to where it needs to be. And, and I think that, that has been the big, the big thing um, with a shift. It was before it was like, oh, man, like it's going to be the end of the world. Like if 
two, maybe two or three years ago, if I was in, if I, it was in this position, um, before like, yeah, if I was in this position, I feel like I would have been devastated mm-hmm. and, it, and it would have affected me a whole lot worse and would have been all, you know, just heartbreaking. I mean, it, at times it is heartbreaking, but again, like I said, I, I just had an amazing experience at Brown and, uh, just so many blessings that that um, I feel God put me in the right place and taught me the things that I needed to learn to be in this position that I'm in today, mm-hmm. and and that has been so helpful because you know I I don't know where I would I don't know what my mindset would be completely if if I was you know a few years back but I do know that it would have been a lot more difficult, um, and so. You know, now it, now it's just like I said. I just gotta continue to work as hard as I can do. That's the only thing I can control is putting in my best effort, yeah. giving everything I can. Control what you can control. Yeah. yeah. And, and and the more I I stress or get anxious about all the stuff that I can't control, it's just wasted time. That's out of your control. Yeah. You can't control that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there's no point in stressing over all this. You know, the, these things that I there's nothing that I can do. Yeah. And and so, but that being said, I need. I need to continue to be prepared because I don't know when an opportunity could come yeah. and you're not, and I'm not going to know. So where I'm at at this point is I got to be constantly prepared every single day. Mm-hmm. And so that, that goes with my training that goes with, um, you know, physically training, but also mentally just being aware that it could happen at any time. And I got to be mentally tough to fly out and not be like, Oh man, you know, my leg, I just did a leg workout and, and my legs are a little bit sore. Now I got to go here. You know, if I if I start thinking about those things, no. then it's going to be like, okay, that's going to affect my workout. So, you know, it's it's definitely um, been a lot of a lot of work mentally, a lot of work physically. But I, you know, I'm I'm confident in in the work that I put in. I'm confident in the preparation that I've done. That if I got an opportunity, I you know, I'd be I'd like my chances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in in going back to kind of your question of of how similar it is 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 you know now now I just gotta be ready for that opportunity when and if it comes and and making sure uh like at Brown when I had my opportunity to go in that I'm prepared as, yeah. as prepared as I can be if there was one thing you could do differently you know and this will go back to this can go back to seventh grade sixth grade tenth mm-hmm. grade eleventh grade you know before you got to college because basically those are kind of the the standards that helped you get to where you are today. If there was one thing that you could do differently, what would it be? That's a good question. That's a tough question. For me, when I look back at it, um, just looking at, at my experiences, what I've, what I've gained as, as, as a human, what I've gained um, the experience in, in my own faith, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, but if you're looking at just purely my goal of playing in the NFL, um, I think that it could have been better for me to potentially use a preferred walk on. I had a couple of preferred walk on opportunities. Maybe if I use that and at these bigger schools, I probably would have had a, a better shot. So that, I think that that's something that, be, that is very tough and humbling to take a preferred walk on over a scholarship is, is hard oh, to yeah. do. Um, and to, but it's also very hard to go to an, I, an Ivy League school over scholarship because Ivy League schools actually don't offer athletic scholarship. And I think mm-hmm. that's an, another important thing to understand is a lot of the schools have grants and, and various different uh, academic scholarships that they can put together to help help the students um, in different financial aid packages. Um, but it, it is, it's a tough thing to kind of um, consider. But at the same time, you know, you, you walk away with an Ivy League degree. Your sport is going to end at some point. Mm-hmm. So having that education for me was a big thing is because even if I, even if I had, you know, a lustrous career in the NFL, Still 30, stop yeah, 35, whatever it is, yeah. maybe 40, if yeah. I'm, you know, if, 40, if, if, NFL, if, if, you know, I mean, the there's NFL? guys that are doing it. Quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. So, well, whatever it is, you know, it, but like that 35 years old, you know, there's a whole lot of life oh, left yeah, and, a lot. and a whole lot of financial responsibilities left. Uh-huh. So for, for, you know, and granted there's a lot that comes with being an NFL vet like that. But, you know, for me it's like, okay, now I know I have this avenue of something that I can do that mm-hmm. is beyond football. Mm-hmm. Um, so tying this all back in, sorry, the, you know, the, you have to consider all these things when choosing a school, when choosing an Ivy League um, financial aid versus a 
you know, full ride scholarship to different places. And, um, and I mean, you could look at, okay, well, great. I have a full ride scholarship to this school, but they're ranked here in whatever their business school is ranked 200, mm-hmm. 219. And I want to do business, but I do have preferred walk on opportunity, or I do have an Ivy league opportunity with a school that is top 15, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if you know that business is, is something that you, you think you would be, you'd want to do, you know, that's something to really maybe make you consider. Oh, it, it can be a yeah. tough decision. Yeah. It can um, definitely be a tough decision. What advice would you give to a parent right now who's, who has a kid, you know, he's a senior true. in high school. Um, he's, cause there's a lot, there's a lot of AJ yeah. Cruz out there right yeah. now. Um, yeah. I know Brian's kind of in the same situation with his son. What advice would you give to the parents that are out there who are in the same situation, maybe mm-hmm. even a little bit better situation and maybe even in some worse situations? What mm-hmm. advice would you give? We got about two minutes. Okay. Um, well, from my experience, to be 100% supportive of your kid is, means the world. And w- whether we tell you or not, it means the world to us. And, you know, I've, I've definitely uh, made it a point to tell my parents that I'm very grateful and very thankful for the sacrifices that they've made to put me in the situations that I've been, to put me in the positions I've been, to be able to go to an Ivy League school. It was, it, it's tough and when you, you're not getting that, that academics, I mean, when you're not getting that athletic scholarship. Mm-hmm. And especially for me, the hardest decision was, okay, I'm going to a school where I'm going to have to pay for school when I could have gone to school for free. And but again, you you got to evaluate everything. You've got to look at academic standing, and you've got to look at life after sport. Mm-hmm. And so, if if you consider all those things, and and you know, and parents, my parents did their their own research and and their own. I mean, um, with these schools, and, and but they also were very supportive. And 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 I cannot thank them, and I will not stop thanking them until you know for the rest of my life for sure and so I think that that's something that's that's really key is having a great support system especially being that far away too oh yeah tell me about it and, and it's cold oh yeah man. Oh, <laughs> man. and it's cold well AJ man you know what I gotta thank you for coming by today telling us your story great really story appreciate it um, thank you thanks for having any me. parents I out really there it. If, if you if you have any questions feel free to email us at uh Go to www.getitdonesports.com and go to info at getitdonesports.com. Uh, you can send us an email. You have any questions? You have any questions for AJ? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Get It Done Sports Radio or Get It Done Sports. Um, that'll do it today for us. You know, I know that you have a choice in what you can do and what you can listen to. And us at Voice uh, Voice America and at Get It Done Sports, we appreciate you listening to us. We will see you next week, same time, same place. And remember, in life, there are those who make excuses and those who get it done. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to Get It Done Sports Radio, featuring host Karif Bird. Be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Until then, make it an amazing week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.